2: Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste
2: I want all of you to get up
0: out of your chairs, and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome
3: to At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. I am Sean Guasamaki here in Midtown Manhattan, along with Drew Martin in Las Vegas, Nevada. Happy MLK Day, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. holiday here on a Monday, January 20th, 2020. A lot going on. A lot of NBA games. Three currently in action. We will get you the live in-game prop props for those games, the totals, the point spreads, and as well as recap the title games on Championship Sunday. Talking AFC and NFC. But first, Drew Martin, hello. How was your weekend? Was it a profitable one for you, sir?
4: Sean, happy Monday to you and all the watchers out there. Happy MLK Day. Yes, Saturday was huge, man. Um, Big college basketball card. It went really well. Sunday, uh, just had one play, the over in the Kansas City game. And, you know, grading it out, I don't think that it was, you know, a right side winner the whole way. In fact, what, the third quarter had no scoring in that game. Actually, it was sweating that out pretty late in the game. But overall, yeah, profitable weekend. And uh, hopefully everybody out there is enjoying their holiday. And we could add a little something to it today, Sean.
3: Yeah, I can't get over... What are you wearing? What, what's that hat? It's like blinding my eyes. My God, it's so bright. Marlins? Is that an old-school Florida Marlins hat?
4: It is. Wow, look One at that. The teal
3: blue? I like it. The
4: best <laughs> it is best in all of baseball. It's
3: pretty bright, though, man. I, I kind of like it, though. I like the brightness of it. So, good for you for wearing that. I don't know about...
4: Well, thank you for pointing it out. Yeah, old school Florida Marlins. Uh, I personally believe they should still be the Florida Marlins. Not sure why it's the Miami Marlins. And uh, one of the best uniforms in all of sports is now retired. It's a shame.
3: That is true. I thought maybe you were wearing it because Derek Jeter, the part owner or owner, whatever you want to call him there, uh, for the Miami Marlins, he's up for the Hall of Fame. The, the ballots are out, and, and they're being counted, and tomorrow we should have an announcement. I thought maybe it was for, for that. You know, you want him to be unanimous, right? Like Mariano Rivera, just the second player in history of Major League Baseball to go into the Hall of Fame with 100% of the vote. I thought maybe you were wearing it for that reason, but I guess it's not because you want to, I guess, uh, you like it. It's the greatest hat that doesn't exist anymore. Is, is, Is that what you're going for?
4: Yeah, it has absolutely nothing to do with Jer- <laughs> I Derek Peter. Um, he, he's and, awful and as an owner. So. <laughs> no, I know. no, it is It is my favorite baseball team, Sean, um, from uh, South Florida. So that's the only reason why, See, man.
3: I like Miami because, you know, you have the Tampa Rays in um, the state of Florida. So why should, you know, the Marlins be called Florida's team, right? They're just located in Miami. I mean, they're not even Miami's team. I mean, the Yankees have more fans in Miami than the Marlins. Come on, man.
4: Yeah, that's true. Uh, baseball's never done well in in the state of Florida. It's yeah. uh, it's a tough thing. Not I sure don't why. get that
3: either. I, I, why is that? Right? Because you would think the demographics, at least of Florida, they would support baseball and support it in in droves. Why is that? What's going on there in Miami? At least let, let's just let's just focus on Miami. What's up with that?
4: Well, I, I mean, I I could speak for Tampa too. Been there a bunch. I mean, the the reason it doesn't work in Tampa, in my opinion, is the stadium's location and it's, right. in my opinion, the worst stadium in all of sports. Uh, I the, would agree. The with that. The reason that it's not working for the Marlins, um, before I would have said because it was an open air stadium and most of the baseball season is not really an enjoyable time for Floridians, South Floridians, to be outside just because it's hot and humid. And then when they got their new stadium. They didn't put it in a very good place at all. They put it in the Orange Bowl. And therefore, for Palm Beach and Broward residents, it's a terrible drive down. So really, their only attraction is for Miami residents. And uh, there's just not enough Marlins fans in that area. That's probably the reasons why.
3: Yeah, it's a shame, though, because I want, as a baseball fan, I want to see baseball succeed in the state of Florida. And right now with Tampa and Miami, it's it's not really working out well. But maybe Derek Jeter will change things around. He's, he's I guess, rebuilding that franchise. Time will tell. Tampa's had a successful team for the last, what, five to ten years. I mean, a handful of, of years they've competed for championships. But because of the stadium, as you mentioned, and the location, that's been an issue there. But uh, maybe they could get that worked out in the future. But we have some NBA games going on right now, three a matter of fact. One game that stands out to me, Drew, I want to get your thoughts. And we'll recap the title games uh, coming up here shortly, but want to get to this in game. Toronto trailing right now, six points uh, at the Atlanta Hawks. It's 70 to 64. The live in game point spread is the Raptors favored by a point and a half total is 229.5. I think this might be an opportunity with Siakam playing. So Siakam's playing, uh, Marcus Saul is playing, Van Vliet is playing, Lowry's playing. So all of the regulars are playing for the Raptors. They're on the road. Um, sick. Uh, Thirteen and seven away right now. The Hawks five and fifteen at home. As for the Hawks, uh, Trey Young's playing, Herder's playing, John Collins is playing. So all of the regulars playing for each team. They're down eight right now. Drew, time to jump in there on the Raptors minus. Right now it's plus plus a half point. It's plus a half point on the point spread for the Raptors. The Raptors are a better better team. They're down eight. Time to jump in. You think?
4: Yeah, you know, it's an interesting philosophy here in terms of betting the favorite when they're down in game. Uh, it seems like uh, it, it's been a profitable trend here to be able to do that. I would look at this and uh, I mean, Atlanta, it's always interesting, you know, the Hawks always playing at home on Martin Luther King. It seems like I, I would look towards the over here. I mean, only okay. what, not even midway through the third in 63, 70s I, I think there's just a lot of points and it with it being a close game. You know, we could always get the foul fest at the end. I might look to, to, to jump in this over. I mean, sidewise, I think you're onto something. You know, yep. Raptors, plus point here, looking towards the dogs in-game. That might be the way to go here, Sean. Here's
3: a, here's a crazy stat. The Hawks right now is shooting 55% from the field. Now they're midway through the third quarter. Third quarter, 55% from the field, just 39% for the Raptors. That's going to change. You would think the lower of averages would come into play there. The three-point shooting for the Raptors, just 4 of 26, or an atrocious 15%. 8 of 20 for the Hawks. And the Hawks should, could shoot it from wait deep. They can shoot it from deep with Trey Young, especially. 40%. That's going to level off as they play this out here. I definitely like the Raptors. They take a flyer. It's not a point and a half. Um, they are actually favored by a point and a half. It, it keeps fluctuating. This is on FanDuel Sportsbook. There, how about another game? The, the 76ers on the road at the Nets. We have less than 30 seconds, Drew. They're down by three points right now in the second quarter with one minute left. We'll wait till halftime maybe to get in on this, but... What do you think? You think the Sixers could come back, or you'd like the Nets at home here? No Kyrie Irving.
4: Yeah, by the with way. only 30 seconds left in the half as well. Uh yeah, down by two. I, I would look towards the Sixers, but one that I haven't touched as of now.
3: Yeah, I, I like the Nets actually. I you know, because Kyrie's not playing. They actually play better without Kyrie. And if you watch the 76ers against the Knicks on the road, uh did not play well. They got out they got the win, but did not play well in that matchup. All right. More to do, we want to recap the NFC and AFC title games. That's next here on At the Window. And the opening line to the Super Bowl
5: fifty four on at the window. Stay tuned.
6: Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
3: Welcome back to At The Window. going to let this play out a little bit. It's Michael
4: Jackson. Yeah. Let the beat go, right? Right? Feeling it a little bit there, Drew? Oh, MJ. We could rock out the MJ all day long if you want to.
3: Yeah, I, I guess. I, I, I'm a little, I don't I'm a little queasy when I think about Michael Jackson. I'm not a, not the biggest fan anymore. After that documentary they made about him, The Neverland. I don't I don't know if you ever watched that one, but yeah, uh, kind of like OJ Simpson. I, 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 I was, get creeped out by, by those guys. R. Kelly put them all in the same. Bill, Bill Cosby.
4: I, I was just referencing the music. No, I um, know. No, me I too. Me too. I know. Yeah. Me too.
3: But it's still. I feel guilty I, for liking his music now.
4: I don't. I don't know. I I just do. It's like, can
3: you celebrate O.J. Okay. Yeah. Simpson as a Bills fan? I kind of feel creepy about it now. I really do. They should take his name and, and his number down in the Ring of Honor there at uh, New Era Field. They still have it up. Ridiculous.
4: Well, if the glove didn't fit, you must quit. Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right. See, you have the
3: other side of it. So Drew Martin says no. Bills fans, <laughs> you're wrong. Keep O.J. Simpson's name up there in the Ring of Honor.
4: Okay. You really think he did it, Sean? Oh, you think? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Let me let me think about that for
3: a second. Yeah. Um, all right, we we digress here, but uh, I I was on the Raptors plus a point and a half. Didn't get them at the lowest point, and that was uh, they were plus a point. Right, so I did not get them that low. I have them at minus one and a half. All right, to be fair, they're now down five. So. uh we're rooting for the Raptors there against the Hawks. Uh, 76-71 there in the third quarter, about six minutes to go. Um, Nets up by four, 68-64. That's uh, at the half on the 76ers. I, I like the Nets, so I'm not going to touch that game. If you like the Sixers, they're minus a, uh, plus a point and a half right now. What do you think? Joel Embiid is not playing in this game, and Kyrie Irving either. So uh, for what that's worth, Ben Simmons is. So is uh, Tobias Harris. They, uh, they're they going off right now. 15 points for Simmons. Ten points for I guess Harris not exactly going off for Harris, but uh, Simmons is doing doing well fifteen points right now
4: yeah it, it, and it goes to, to to point Sean in terms of we got to really check these rosters you know before before betting the games um. Also saw something Jimmy Butler's out as well. So, you know, with a lot of these teams, the scheduling, a full Monday slate here, not like usual in the NBA. So back-to-backs are going to happen. It's something, you know, you really got to watch these rosters in terms of right before tip-off, you know, see if these guys are playing and maybe bet on and fade accordingly, both sides and totals. So we should be seeing some uh, heavy movement here in the NBA betting boards today. All
3: right, so that's the... uh... In-game NBA slate, three games going on right now. Wizards up on the Pistons, 99-92. Four minutes to go in the fourth quarter in the third game that we did not mention. And later today, I mean, this is just a bunch on this MLK Day holiday uh, for the NBA. They start early and play all day. So a full slate of NBA games on the schedule tonight. All right, let's talk about Championship Sunday, Drew. Your thoughts, all right? It's going to be San Francisco. That's why we have the 49ers helmet here. And the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. If you want, we could talk opening line. But let's wait on that opening line for Super Bowl 54. And let's just recap quickly uh, your thoughts. Chiefs, get it done. They win the AFC. Uh, your thoughts on, on that on that win and uh, Pat Mahomes and the crew, Andy Reid, going to Super Bowl 54 in Miami.
4: Yeah, the Cinderella story is over for the Titans. That's what first comes to my mind. I don't necessarily think the Chiefs like absolutely dominated and looked that great. I thought that um, you know, Pat Mahomes kind of. Uh, made up for uh, some of the weaknesses that the Chiefs had throughout the game. And I think that Tennessee, you know, finally caught up with them. Maybe they aren't, you know, the top-notch team that everybody thought. They were just the hot team at the right time. Uh, Tannehill, you know, it it, it it is what it is. He's not one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. And when they can't run it, they really struggle. And they couldn't run it in the second and third quarter. And they fell behind. And it is what it is. Um, I I think the Chiefs, you know, they got the best player, in my opinion, in the NFL at the quarterback position. And that's a very tough thing to step in front of. We're seeing the market, you know, going into the Super Bowl, liking the Chiefs as well. But overall, I mean, I think it was more about the Titans kind of being inefficient, Sean, than it was the Chiefs really taking it. And they made a couple big plays there in the fourth quarter to just kind of go away with it. So uh, that's really what I took away from it. Um, Overall, I do give a nod here towards their defense, which has played a lot better in the second half. Um, And and it goes to speak in the next game that we're going to recap here in terms of defense versus defense. But, Sean, what did you take away from the uh, Titans and Chiefs, man?
3: You hit it right on the head. I mean, Derrick Henry not uh, able to roll and do what he's done in the playoffs leading up to that first two rounds. Just 69 yards, they shut him down. But the Titans were up in this game, 10-0 and 17-7. So they had a chance to really to take control, but Pat Mahomes is just better than the average quarterback in the NFL. So, yeah, they were up by 10 in both uh, cases there, 10-0 and 17-7 the Titans were. But Pat Mahomes is that good that he came back and it did not matter, and then they shut down Derrick Henry. Once the Chiefs had a lead, they couldn't go to that running game on first and second down, had to pass to catch up, and Tannehill was not able to... Uh, get the Titans back into the ball game. But it was competitive like I thought it was. But then again, Pat Mahomes is what we thought he was, right? He's the best quarterback in the NFL. Let, let's just say it. It's, it, it's just, it's. He, I mean, Lamar Jackson's going to win the MVP and he should win the MVP because he had a better season. But one playoff game, who do I want, Pat Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? Come on, it's, it's a no brainer, especially after the playoffs are played out. It's Pat Mahomes. And he is, and, and people are talking about this today. He's the Dan Marino of this generation, right? The only difference is, because, all right, second-year starter, same thing with Marino, second year in the NFL, went to the Super Bowl, right? The difference, putting up all these uh, big passing numbers, the difference is Marino did not win a Super Bowl. Will Pat Mahomes win a Super Bowl, and, and, and will he win Super Bowl 54? That's the big question there. As for the NFC, uh, 49ers just dominated uh, the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers just couldn't get, you know, get things going in the first half. Once he got it going in the second half, was too a little too little too late. 49ers roll. Their defense was is that good? Their defensive front, the defensive line is that good? And fumbles, I, although only one loss, three fumbles overall for Aaron Rodgers. It really uh, set back the Green Bay Packers offense. And like we thought, the the 49ers defense came to play, and they rolled in this game. Just what eight passes for Jimmy G, six of eight for 77 yards, and and, and most are I mean, just he just rolled there, man. Uh, Raheem. A uh, most are and and just 220 yards that was just the story of the day that they could not shut down the run 220 rushing yards it was pathetic for the Packers the run defense
4: yeah absolutely I mean the, the the Packers they really didn't look good at all Sean you know it, it was something right from the get-go you could just kind of tell man and in, in San Francisco what Jimmy G eight passes That's crazy, man. And you're finding yourself in the Super Bowl. And I'm not saying that it was bad play calling or anything. If you're keeping the ball on the ground and playing good defense, why would you throw it any more than you have to? And so Jimmy G's doing his part, but he's just not getting the numbers because he's not being asked to. And this San Francisco defense, they absolutely get after it now that they're healthy. um, You you know, we're asking here for the sports grid, everybody's picks. And I just sent it in um, right, right in the last break. And I, I, I was like Kansas City and over, but now I'm starting to think, man, with both of these defenses playing so much better in the back half of the season into the playoffs, Sean, I'm almost wondering if maybe the unders the play here because it is getting up to 54. We got an extra week now of preparation, which does tend to favor the defense. You know, the, the, the timing of the Super Bowl with the extended halftime and also, like, the extended uh, festivities before. We've seen offenses kind of struggle out the gate. I'm almost questioning myself here, Sean, to maybe the under is more of the play in the Super Bowl. I'm not really sure as of now, though.
3: Interesting. All right, because uh, I was listening to Wager Talk with Ralph Michaels and Teddy Covers, and uh, they had a guy on saying that a lot of the money is coming in on the over for the Super Bowl and it's pushing mm-hmm. the number up there. So uh, that's interesting uh, that you have that take on that. Just one other thing about Raheem Mostert. I mean, 220 rushing yards. I mean, he had a great breakout season. Sixth year, we 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 uh, saw like you know his story. We heard his story being cut and and what have you. And he went to Purdue. And like, what's wrong with Purdue that they couldn't utilize this guy? Right? Danny Hope was the was the head coach for one of those years. Darrell uh, Hazel was the coach for the uh, next couple of years there for Raheem when he was there in, uh, at Purdue. They couldn't utilize this guy. I mean, how do we not know about him? I watch the Big Ten all the time, and he, he had some some moments uh, at Purdue his senior year, but like not like you would expect the, the with the talent level what it is. Same thing with George Kittle at Iowa. Yeah, he played and he, he played a lot of games and he had some moments, but was never in consideration for all conference. George Kittle at Iowa. Kirk Ferentz was there. Uh, just It just it goes to show you that college coaches continue to underutilize their talent, even at the collegiate level, and don't ever give up on your dreams just because you didn't uh, succeed at the collegiate level. All right. Will Shields joins us, Drew, next here on At the Window.
6: Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
3: Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Legend? Go for the green with DailyRoto.com this fantasy golf season. For a limited time, get a free access to Daily Roto's PGA DFS product including... Fantasy projections powered by DataGolf, PGA betting tools, and, of course, the DailyRoto.com Fantasy Golf Optimizer. Don't lay up. Go for the green with DailyRoto. Head to DailyRoto.com and enter promo code GREEN to access your free 7-day golf membership. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code GREEN for your free trial dailyroto.com where millionaires are made and welcome back into at the window on the sports grid tv network get on the grid sports grid also pluto tv channel 517 when you have a chance you can catch us on there and all of the ott platforms including stir and zumo tv check us out on instagram at sports grid tv like us follow us please all of our information is up on there i am sean guasamaca here in midtown manhattan drew martin with me as well he is in Las Vegas, Nevada, at Drew Morton Betts on Twitter for Drew, at underscore Sean G on Twitter for me. And, Drew, we were talking about the opening line, Super Bowl 54. I'm waiting for Will Shields. Expected to join us here in a couple of minutes. And you were talking about you're leaning towards the under right now, right? That's where you're leaning with all of the money coming in and pushing it uh, higher, the total higher. It's up to, what, 54 and a half is uh, what I heard for Caesars Sportsbook. Um, so, uh Right now I have 53.5 for FanDuel Sportsbook for San Francisco Chiefs.
4: Yeah. And and, and I want to be clear, I haven't bet the game as of now, but uh, just kind of thinking it through. And of course, like you said, Sean, a lot of the bets coming in on the over out the gate here that, you know, is sometimes telling. But let's let's be honest, this is the Super Bowl. Everybody kind of has an opinion here. So my thinking was with the off time, you know, the extra preparation time, usually helping the defense, plus the fact, you know, the half times longer. Uh, going into the game, the the pregame festivities kind of throwing the players off, maybe timing, rhythm, we've seen it in the past kind of affect the offense more so than it affects the defense, and it tends to kind of help defense in a lower-scoring game. Those type of things are starting to make me think, maybe let the public push this this total up a little higher, see if we can kind of pick the high-water mark here, and then bet the under. That was just kind of a thought of mine that I was thinking here as, as we're talking at the top, Sean.
3: I like it. Uh, also, what do you think of the side? You have the Chiefs, minus one and a half. This is FanDuel. Caesars has it at minus one for the Chiefs. they the favorite. Do you see it moving off of those numbers? One and one and a half favorite for the Chiefs?
4: I mean, Pat Mahomes, he's pretty electric and and he's pretty good. And people like, you know, to bet on the better quarterback and he's the better quarterback in this matchup. So if this was going anywhere and we are seeing ones or ones and a half, one and a half out there, I could see this, you know, going to two, two and a half, something of that nature. You know, a strong move here towards the Chiefs. Now, I doubt it gets to a key number of three. And if it does, it would be bought back. Right when that happened. But um, if I did see this move, which I'm not 100% sure it will, um, I could see it too. I could see it too popping up here. I like, I like the, minus two, Sean.
3: Interesting. I like the 49ers. I, I think they'll win the game. I, I, I think their defense will be the reason they win the game. They have a great pass defense, so Pat Mahomes will be tested. Sherman, Richard Sherman, yes, Aaron Rodgers got him and Devontae Adams got him for a big gain yesterday if you were watching the game. But no one throws to his side. He's rarely tested. I don't think Mahomes will test uh, Richard Sherman if he does. Uh, as you know, Richard Sherman just plays one side of the field. He never goes anywhere else. So it's not like he matches up with the top receiver. So he'll just hang out on the right side of uh, of the of the field, uh, Richard Sherman. Um but he does a great job there. So um that's that's the defensive backs for San Francisco, right? They have a great pass defense, number 1 in the league. Their defensive line, we all it's well documented. They get after you with just four down linemen. They don't have to blitz to bring pressure. Now, whether or not that's enough against Pat Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs, what do you think? I I think that'll be enough. I think the defense will come to play. I like the 49ers winning this ballgame, winning Super Bowl 54 over the Chiefs. That's right now, as of Monday. I still could change my mind, but that's where I'm leaning right now, Drew.
4: Yeah, and of course, you know the old adage, defense wins championships, and heck, we're here. A championship is on the line in the Super Bowl, so there is a lot to be said for this San Francisco defense, which has gotten healthier now that we're in the playoffs. The defense is playing the best that they've played all season long. You know, D Ford and company up front, uh, you can just go one right after the other. They rotate them in very, very nice in the defensive line, and you're right. They do get after the quarterback uh, not having to blitz all the time, which can help. And, of course, uh, Sean, like I know you know, Pat Mahomes kind of struggled against the blitz yesterday.
3: Yes, he did. I mean, Jaws had that uh, on Twitter. Only 42% uh, percent there w- against the blitz yesterday, Pat Mahomes. So, I mean, that's something that they have to consider. Now, I, I know they don't like to blitz the 49ers because they-, they could get pressure where they were just a lineman. Right? Nick Bosa, Armstead. And those guys, but um, maybe D Ford. Of course, can't forget about D Ford. Do they blitz though? Do they switch it up, knowing that Pat Mahomes, if Pat Mahomes is having success, so I mean, they'll play that game throughout, right? You can make adjustments. um, They'll do that. um, But I'm fully confident that they they have the talent to match up with the offense of the Kansas City Chiefs. Whereas I wasn't, I wasn't sure with the Titans. I don't think they did, or any of the teams in the AFC for that matter. So I, I think this, maybe Baltimore, but you know they didn't play Baltimore in the playoffs because the Titans took care of them. So um, for this matchup, I think it's great for the 49ers that defense versus offense. Usually defense wins, right? Uh, we saw last year the Rams struggled against the New England Patriots. Um, so uh, that has uh, that's going in your favor. But uh, you know there is a lot to die, you know to get into, right, Drew? I mean, there is two weeks we have to really break down the numbers. I mean, I don't want to sell Pat Mahomes and this Kansas City Chiefs offense short. They could definitely put up numbers against the 49ers. Let's not pretend like they can't. I mean, Pat Mahomes is that good. He could figure out a way, with, even with the, the pass rush coming his way and uh, playing poorly last night against the pass rush and the Titans, he could figure out a way to adjust to that. So, so that's not, it's not that simple, right? It's not that simple. It's just not, it's not right. that easy, Right.
4: Right. And keep in mind, it's just one game. You know, this isn't something like last year, you know, it was the the, the Rams and the Pats and every sharp out there was on the Rams. It was the supposed sharp side. And sure enough, like you're saying, the defense for the Pats really came to play and knocked them down. And when you stop a, a rushing attack and make the quarterback beat you. It, it, things can happen. And sure enough, the Patriots came out and won the game. I, I believe that it was the right side. Uh, I was talking with uh, our, our friend Teddy Covers earlier today and he was saying, oh, I could have won, you know, this and that. But sure enough, he he bet on the Rams. It, it's just something that, you know, I, I want to remind everybody out there that just because supposed like sharp bettors are on one side, it's just one game. And it's a really publicly bet game. So it's almost like, you know, a coin flip or, or, you know, really 50-50 shot at each team. You can make the argument, you know, this is one of the sharper lines in the world for any one single game. Just because there's so many eyeballs on it, making it, making it a very efficient market, Sean.
3: Just a programming note, Will Shields will join us next segment coming up here in eight minutes. And another thing, Drew, just to... to... Uh, tighten up this uh, the stat that I was talking about with Pat Mahomes against the Blitz uh, yesterday. This is from uh, Jaws ESPN. Uh, do you remember Jaws, quarterback for the Eagles, went to the Super Bowl under Dick Vermeil. When blitzed yesterday, Pat Mahomes, 57.4 quarterback rating, 42% completion percentage, 4.7 yards per attempt. When the Titans did not blitz Pat Mahomes yesterday, 136.2. Passer rating, 71 completion percentage at 9.3 yards per attempt. So big difference there against the Blitz and, and not, a, you know, uh, for Pat Mahomes yesterday with the Tennessee Titans. And um, how about, I want to look at game MVP. Did you look at this prop yet, uh, Drew, for Super Bowl 54?
4: No, no, let's get after it.
3: All right, so Pat Mahomes is the betting favorite, Drew, plus 100 to win the MVP for Super Bowl 54. Jimmy G, plus 240. This is FanDuel Sportsbook. If if you have another book you're looking at, I'm curious to hear what those odds are as well. Ray Mostert, uh, plus 750, running back for the Niners. Kittle, George Kittle, plus 1700, 17 to 1. Kelsey, 1800, plus 1800. Debo Samuel, 20 to 1. Tyree Kittle, 28 to 1. Damian Williams, 29 to 1. Emmanuel Sanders, there you go, 34 to 1. And it goes on and on and on. Nick Bosa, for what it's worth, 41 to 1. To win Super Bowl MVP. What do you think of that? That's a long shot? Maybe defensive player? Possible? If the 49ers win it'll be because of their defense. Can you see Nick Bosa possibly winning
4: Super Bowl MVP? I mean, betting on a defensive player. Yeah, you're taking a shot there. You know, you're swinging it's Unlikely, man. It, that it's one.
3: unlikely. Because look, Justin Tuck had a great Super Bowl for the Giants. Do you remember against the uh, Patriots in 7 um, and Eli Manning won the damn award, and so I mean, what else can you do as a down lineman to win the award? It's it's so unlikely, even with a great performance from Nick Bosa. So I think it's, I think that's just burning money.
4: I, I totally agree with you because if it comes down to the last second and the quarterback makes a, a, a nice pass or a wide receiver makes a nice catch, it's likely going to go to them anyway. So I, I, I'm i not a big fan of betting on defensive players to win the MVP just because, like we like you just touched on, it's very, very difficult for them to win. Um, I would just say, you know, with the MVP, have it correlated with who you think is going to win the game. Of course, you know, the quarterbacks for each team, the the, the starting tailbacks for each team. Uh, would would come up towards the top, and we're seeing that in the odds. um you know, and and if you were going to take a real, real long shot on a defensive player, wouldn't you think that it, it, you should maybe take a shot with like a corner with yes. like a pick six to change the game, something uh, of like that uh, of that nature? I'd
3: look, yes, I would um I'd look at Richard Sherman, although you know, chances are. Pat Mahomes is not going to throw his side. So. But, yeah, I'd look there. But Von Miller won the award in 2016. MVP is a down lineman. So it's possible this happens. Uh, Malcolm Smith, linebacker for the Seahawks, he won the award. Linebacker, um, Dexter um, Will, uh, Dexter Jackson. Do you remember way back when? In 03 for the Bucks, He won the award. He's a safety. So it happens. It's just unlikely. I, I, I'm with you, man. I, I, I just don't see it happening. As far as Nick Bosa, I don't – it could have. It's possible, but I don't see it happening. I think it would go to like Jimmy G or George Kittle if that were the case.
4: Yeah, mo- most likely. And then of course uh, Pat Mahomes. You know, taking the uh, taking the MVP pick, I'd probably go chalk. I- I- I'd go with Mahomes, man.
3: You would. So if-, if you so you think the Chiefs will win, then you'd go chalk Mahomes. Yeah. I- if the Chiefs win, Mahomes is going to win the award,
4: right? I-, I
3: I can't see any other scenario. Kelsey possibly, but even then, Mahomes would have the yardage and the TDs. Uh, So then they'll just give it to Mahomes. They always favor the quarterback in those situations. So that's interesting. All right, Drew. Will Shields, Kansas City Chiefs legend, Hall of Famer. He joins us next here on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network.
6: Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions
3: apply. Welcome back to At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. I am Sean Guasamacchia. Drew Martin with me as well. He is in Las Vegas, Nevada. I am here in Midtown Manhattan. Get on the grid, Sports Grid. Pleased to be joined now by Hall of Famer, offensive lineman, Kansas City Chiefs legend. He is Will Shields. Will, always a pleasure when you join us. Thanks for giving us a few minutes here on the SportsGrid TV Network.
0: No problem, man. Thanks for having me.
3: You never missed a game, an Ironman, in your 14-year career. A great career it was, ending up in Canton, Ohio. What was going through your mind when the the, seconds ticked off that clock and the Kansas City Chiefs going back to the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 years. What were your first thoughts?
0: You know, first thoughts were, wow, you know, amazing. You know, to be this close and then see it go through their fingers last year with the opportunity they had. And to be able to come back and to put it together again in this season was amazing, especially for the city and then for the guys that are playing, to be able to put two seasons back-to-back to to get to this level is, is amazing within itself because we know how hard it is. Uh, to get one chance, but then to get two opportunities to get this far is always amazing.
4: Will, Drew Martin here in Las Vegas. Thank you for joining us. I have a question for you in terms of preparing for the Super Bowl, you know, with the extra week of preparation, then both teams heading down to neutral site game in Miami. Do you think that it favors one side or the other, being it coaching the players in general? Your overall view, your overall thoughts on uh, the just the extra preparation time favoring one or the other?
0: Well, I don't know if it favors one or the other because I think they both have, you know, great staffs around them that have been there and done that uh, to sort of give them a roadmap of, of what they're going to do. But the greatest thing about it is that they are both coaches that, you know, have the lineage behind them, one with a dad that's played in quite a few of those games and got to the Super Bowl and won to, and then the other one that's played in a lot of playoff games that has staff that's on there that's also got to the Super Bowl or two. So... You know they'll have that knowledge going into it, but it also gives them a chance to add new wrinkles to both sides, offense and defense, uh, to sort of get some extra film work in, to pull some things out, and also to try to get guys a little more healthy, which is always that you know that key going into this game.
3: Well, what is it? What is it like now for the Kansas City fans, the the team, right? Going back to the Super Bowl, as I mentioned, first time in 50 years since Super Bowl four. You live in that city. You played for those fans for 14 years in, during your career. Can you take? You know, what's the temperature right now of the Kansas City and the fan base right there? Uh, what how, how what are they feeling right now?
0: Well, the fan the fan base the fan base is on fire. I mean, you know, everybody's buzzing, everybody's screaming, and yelling, go Chiefs across the board. Uh, you know, this would be one of those things that would be really awesome for the city and have the guys going on. But I'm just telling you right now, everybody's on buzz, everybody's excited. Uh, to get an opportunity to just play in the Super Bowl or win a Super Bowl, that would be the icing on the cake. I mean you gotta realize that we did have a couple of years ago where the Royals won the championship. So it would be pretty cool to have so close proximity, your baseball team win a championship and then your football team to come back, you know, five years later and do the same.
4: Yeah, that was wild atmosphere at those Royals games. And yeah you, you can definitely feel it in Arrowhead Stadium, Will in terms of uh just the atmosphere being really revved up there in Kansas City what what are your overall thoughts on uh, Pat Mahomes? Do you think he is the the best quarterback in the NFL as we speak right now? And what is your projection for the next couple years? Do you think he's going to turn into one of the all time great quarterbacks the NFL has ever seen?
0: Well, I think he's one of the one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. That's playing the, playing the game, uh, making smart decisions, doing good things, using his feet when he has to to get games won. Um, And that's what you love about it, but he also is using his weapons really well because he does have some dynamite weapons that he's able to use with some some great speed and and control, and they're all playing together. And that's where it comes back to it, getting those guys on the same page to do some of those things. It's amazing, and that makes the difference between a good quarterback and a great quarterback to be able to communicate with your guys and get them on the same page to get things done. And I think, you know, right now he's showing the command of an offense and, you know, and it, of a team. And, you know, hopefully he can continue that and keep it going on. You know, as they say, he's still young yet, and we still want to see more and see growth and everything else. So he's only going to get better and better as the years go on.
3: Joined by Will Shields, Hall of Fame lineman and also Kansas City Chiefs legend here on At the Window on the SportsGrid TV network. Will, you played with some great players, uh, Tony Gonzalez, Priest Holmes, Larry Johnson, Joe Montana, just to name a few. How does Pat Mahomes, and, and, and you haven't played with him, but you, you, you've you seen him play, you've been around the team. How does Pat Mahomes compare with those guys as far as off the field, their leadership qualities, right? Like, what does Pat Mahomes have outside of his great, tangible talents the intangibles, because we hear about his leadership qualities. Uh, what, how does that compare with the players that you played with the greats, like Tony Gonzalez and Joe Montana?
0: Well, I think it's the work ethic. It's the simple fact that he's, he's working on his game uh, constantly. Um, you know, There was one point where you know, even him and his guys were going on vacation for a little while together, but they're still working on their game. They're still doing things together. And I think that's what a great quarterback does. He pulls the best out of each, each individual. And that's what you see that's the same with a uh, with a Joe Montana and those guys. When he walks in the huddle, you know what he can accomplish and do, so you give him that extra time, that extra step. Um, you give him the little things that he needs because he's willing to sacrifice some things to make it happen. And right now that's the great intangible off the field that he's showing. He's showing poise and different things, and he's doing things the right way, and, and that's what you want to see out of, out of a young player.
4: Will, playing a little, you played, I didn't, can you take us into kind of the huddle and the preparation time for the Super Bowl? Like, in your opinion, or from from when you played, does the backup quarterback get a lot of reps just in case Pat Mahomes or Jimmy G goes down? What kind of preparation goes into the Super Bowl that would be any different than a regular season game?
0: Well, it's not any different, but it's also sort of encompassing uh, almost having a bye week where you're preparing for one team, but you know that team is coming, and it gives you that time to sort of go, you know, let's look at some of the nuances that we're doing, and let's not change a lot of things that we're doing because, if you know, that's, that's one thing that sort of happens every once in a while. You'll do like, oh, well, let's uh, let's change this to this or this to that, and sometimes you do a little too much. And so, you know, you still got to be who you are. You know, it's a pass first, run second kind of thing, and make sure that you stay stay true to what you are. Going into the next game, and add little wrinkles here and there, but nothing that's going to totally mess up your flow. And, and that's what you got to do when you're having this much, you know, having the extra week and having the extra time to get ready to prepare for a game.
3: Well, I want to talk about your career with the Chiefs. Is there one game that stands out that really sticks in your craw as as not, uh, you know, having the, the getting the victory to to lead you to the Super Bowl? Is there is there one game in particular that sticks out?
0: Oh, there's quite a few. We had quite a few of those games, but I guess the ones where we didn't have a punt uh, playing Indianapolis here at home, Um, you know, we had a couple of little calls here and there that made a big difference in the game, Um, but that game there is one game that, you know, we had our opportunity, had our chance, and basically it felt like whoever had the ball last, they made the least amount of mistakes. That one little mistake here or there changed the whole course of that season, Um, but, you know, I think that's one game when we played Indianapolis that. You know, you wish you would have had. Okay, could we get one more series? Could we get one more snap? Can we get one more, you know, one more step here, or there, and but you know, you can't sort of go in the past. The past is what it is, and you just go up. You know, you do the best you can do those weeks, days, and months, and then you sort of move on from there.
4: We're talking with Will Shields, the uh, Hall of Famer from the Kansas City Chiefs, Outland Trophy winner as well, and uh, Will. What, Going back to your Nebraska days, uh, did you ever get back to Lincoln? And what are your overall thoughts in in what Scott Frost is doing with the program? Can they get this turned around?
0: Well, I get back every once in a while, not as much as I'd like. Uh, But, you know, they're working to get it in the right direction. They're working to get, you know, back to the basics of understanding of what, what, uh, you know, Cornhusker football should be. And I think any program that you have that had such a success in the 90s, uh, you know, and some some little bit here and there. Um, you always want to get back to that. But, you know, you're going to have to grow as the time grows. And I think he's making some good moves. He's making some changes here and there to sort of tweak the uh, science of what he does offensively, bringing in a new coordinator, different things like that. And you got to sort of fill it out and see where you're going to end up. And, I mean, he did a great job at the last place he was at. So sort of trying to use sort of the same methodology to sort of get the, get the Nebraska faithful back to where it should be.
3: Hey, Will, how about Andy Reid? Going back to the Super Bowl, all right? It's been 15 years since he's uh, been there. Uh, over 200 career victories in his career. How much would it mean to you and to the Kansas City Chiefs for Andy Reid to get his Super Bowl victory is uh, the the first time he could taste the Lombardi Trophy? How, how, how much think, are you pulling for him?
0: I think, I, I think for that whole staff, it'll be a blast to watch those guys that put all the hard work in. Uh, to, to, for them to win a Super Bowl. I mean, down to the groundkeepers and all the guys that are still there that was there when I was there. Um, it would be awesome to see all those guys get a chance to venture in and, and win a Super Bowl as well as, you know, Andy Reid. And Andy is a great guy. I mean, he's a guy that, you know, even even when we weren't on the same team or whatever, but we were in the bus, you know, in in, the, in Hawaii in the Pro Bowl, you know, he sat and we sat and talked for, you know, an hour, an hour and a half ride from one place to another. And just some of the knowledge and, and some of the things that he would do and talk about it's just amazing that, you know, hey, I'm a guy from another team, but he spent the time to just like, you know, let's talk about this, let's talk about life, let's talk about football. Um, so, you know, he's one of those guys you always cheered for. You always want to see him get his opportunity and to, to win the big game. Will you be uh, there Will, in Miami, Drew? Uh, Will?
3: Sorry, Drew. Will
0: are you going to the yeah, game? I'll be in Miami. I'll be in Miami. Are you going to play? I'm debating on if I make it to the game or
3: not. Interesting. Are you going to be talking with uh, Jerry Rice and, and even Joe Montana? Right? You played with Joe Montana. You going to put it like a little friendly wager on this game with uh, your uh, contemporaries from uh, the Hall of Fame?
0: Hey, man, I don't wager on any game, man. I <laughs> keep my money in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that 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 money comes too hard by to uh to just go ahead and say yeah let's do a friendly wager I was like yeah you know you know when you play a game that's good you can talk trash and do
4: all the other stuff but yeah I like keeping my money in my pocket (laughs) well we'll we'll (laughs) segue into what about you know 14 to 20 states now legalized sports gambling What, what do you think of that your overall thoughts on sports betting becoming way more mainstream nowadays
0: well, you know, it's interesting how, you know, they're opening up those different avenues for those for sports betting. I know in Europe they do it quite a bit all over a different sport. Um, you know, you sort of have to play it by ear and see, you know, exactly what you know, what's gonna come of it. You know, you're hoping that, you know, it doesn't create such a dichotomy across the board to where, you know, the games aren't as smooth as they need to be and everything else and that kind of stuff. You know, I don't really and I and I really see a lot of people that get caught up into that part of the world and you know, like I said, I'm one of those guys that sort of say, hey, you know, let them do what they're going to do, play the game, and enjoy the game. And I keep my money in my pocket because, <laughs> you know, it, it's hard to come by. You know, It's real hard to make that money, man.
3: Well, Will, best of luck to your Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl 54 in a little under than two weeks in Miami. Best of luck. Thanks for the time. Always a pleasure to have you on the show.
0: Thanks, man. I appreciate it.
3: There he is, Will Shields, Thanks, Hall Will. of Famer. Offensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs. And that was funny. That was a great response. He's like, no, 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 no friendly wager and no, no wager at all for me against the uh, other Hall of Famers that he uh, played against and with.
4: Yeah, absolutely. That that, that was fun. That was cool to get his perspective. A guy that uh, has had so much success at the highest level of football.
3: It's crazy, right? Like just to think of the people he hangs out with each like August when he goes to Canton, Ohio, right? Like all the greats. And uh, that the select company that he is in there. And uh, one of the legends for the Kansas City Chiefs, sadly, did not reach the Super Bowl in his time with them from 93 to 2006. But he's there in spirit right now. He's with this team, you know, and he's going to be rooting them on. So uh, it's great to have him on, Drew. Really a pleasure to have Will Shields on.
4: Yeah, that was fun. That was a great interview, man. And uh, we get we need to have him on more so in the future.
3: Yeah, we have to get some 49er greats to come on the show. It's hard, man. The, those guys, it's tough sledding with Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Steve Young, and the boys, but we'll see what we can do. We have two weeks, right, Drew? All right, back to wrap things up You're on At The Window on the SportsGrade TV
5: network. Stay right with us.
6: Offer subject to change, valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.
0: Welcome
3: back to At the Window on the SportsGrid TV Network. Coming up next in just a couple of minutes game time decisions with Gabriel Morenzi and Cam Stewart. And that promo you just heard took the words right out of our mouths there, Drew. Pat Mahomes, the best quarterback, top, you know, all around in the NFL, despite Lamar Jackson's better season, an MVP season uh, as we talked about earlier. But I want to get to the Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame. We have the image here, John Heyman's ballot. He posted it on Twitter and only voted for five players though. You can vote for up to ten. Here it is. You have Barry Bonds, Derek Jeter, Andrew Jones, Scott Rowland, interesting, and Kurt Schilling. No Roger Clemens, no Larry Walker, no Omar Vizquel who I would vote for by the way, uh, on his ballot. But the big thing to me is voting for Barry Bonds and not for Roger Clemens. How the hell do you, what's the logic there, Drew?
4: I'm um, not 100% sure. I not for Sammy Sosa either. Uh Gary Sheffield yeah. talking about former Marlins there. Uh I don't know. I I I I don't agree with with his the the picks that he put in and what you could vote for up to 10 is that how it works I thought he should have been voting for a couple more there Sean
3: Yeah I don't think Rowland's a hall of famer very good player great defensive third baseman numbers come up short so I hope he does not get in Glad to see Curt Schilling getting the love that he's getting I think it's time that Curt Schilling gets into the baseball hall of fame but I want to see Derek Jeter unanimous selection let's let's get it right don't like hate on Derek Jeter because he you know got all the girls in New York and he played for the Yankees Right, That's a stupid reason. All right, He wasn't the greatest defensive shortstop, but you cannot tell me by looking at that list that you would not vote for Derek Jeter. He's one of the Hall of Famers on that list. You cannot not vote for him because you don't want to see him get 100%. That's a stupid reason, so I hope he gets 100% vote.
4: I'm with you. He should be in 100%. Yes. Uh, I, I I don't know. I, I don't think his defense was all that bad, John. I don't have his yeah, numbers I in mean, front of me. Yeah. But- he,
3: would, he, he didn't have the range. I mean, he won gold gloves, but when you're a great offensive shortstop, you're going to win gold gloves. It's how it how it works in baseball for some reason. They just give you know offensive players gold gloves if, if they don't commit a lot of errors. Like like Jeter he didn't commit a lot of errors, but his range wasn't the, the greatest. Uh, but again, he was definitely a, an average... Defensive shortstop for most of his career. So he deserves to be 100% in, in unanimous selection. Omar Vizquel should get some love too. You know, if Ozzy Smith's in, Omar Vizquel should be in. That's just my saying. I mean, his average is low, but hopefully he gets in. And Larry Walker, I hope, gets in as well, Drew. Do
4: you have any final thoughts on the Baseball Hall of Fame? Uh, no, I just thought he should have bet it on or voted more in. But pitchers and catchers in, what, 25 days, Sean? Yeah, it's coming. It should be here shortly. Uh, Will the Mets, Astros, and
3: Red Sox name a manager?
1: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.